boys and girls all over the world tune that dial in to the show where the hosts put what they hate most on a wheel and give a spin because it's movie night and the time is right to kick back and let go if you're in the mix saying you like good flicks then you came to the wrong show it's the weekly watch wheel it's the weekly watch wheel with matt jimmy and shanley well thanks for that shanley we just watched spirit of vengeance spirit of vengeance it would be awesome if there was just a different version of that song in all of the movies that we get to watch. Is that going to be our new thing at the end of every episode? We have <laughs> the adaptation of Gotham City. Gotham City for the ghetto. I love that song so much. I want that song playing at my funeral. Idris Elba is Ghost Rider for the ghetto. <laughs> you can connect the dots on that one. So Shanley... You pulled a weekly watch wheel first on this. You called an audible and chose a different movie than you originally elected. But then you had us watch Spirit of Vengeance. How did you feel about it? Yeah, um, I originally thought that I was going to go through and end up picking Spirit of Vengeance, Ghost Rider a 2. <laughs> Gesundheit. Um, but then when I was looking through to see what was available on streaming services i didn't see it and so then i came up with a new list of nominees so when jimmy found it on a streaming service i don't know which one it was through amazon on a stars subscription which i canceled before we even started (laughs) watching it but uh yeah we got that for free with that stars seven day trial baby that is responsible and I appreciate you as my husband. Yeah, is that doing it for you? Is that getting you where you need to go? Yeah, I'm being fiscally responsible. <laughs> Love it. Um, so, yeah, I'm glad because Ghost Rider 1 was such a hit. Um, unfortunately, not so much with me because I didn't stay awake. Not with anyone. It was only a hit with me, and I was way too late. I think I'm partially responsible for the death of this franchise. Don't put that on yourself. Thanks, babe. You're right. It's not my fault. Well, all I know is I don't remember this movie because I fell asleep probably 10 minutes in, but you guys have been talking about it nonstop. Wait, are you talking about the first one? Yes. Okay. Yes. So I thought to be a team player and I was actually very curious about the second one. So I'm glad that you found a way to watch it and that ended up being a, the selection. And and luckily, the beginning of Ghost Rider, The Spirit of Vengeance, kind of retcons the first movie. It sort like, of. It, it does. It like redoes the signing of the contract and everything. So that kind of must have helped you, Shanley, with filling in some of the gaps of his origin story. Would you say that's fair? You mean he signed a deal with the devil, so now he is like... Ends up being a skull on fire and rides a motorcycle. It. She's got it. That's it, right? That's all I missed. That is literally the only information that you could gain from these movies. That was a masterclass in the Nicolas Cage. Then I watch it, guys. I don't have to go back and watch the first one. We're good. I be, but you get to. You have the freedom and agency to do so. Yeah. Hmm. Well, since you spun it. Can you give us a summary of what this one is? G-R-S-O-V. That's what we call Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. Oh, that is a lot of work to remember. Um, 
I'm just going to read what it says off IMDb. Nice. Google. It's your job. I mean, like you can do this however you want to do it, but I would be I would be more entertained if you remembered it wrong than to hear you read the <laughs> IMDb summary. Okay. Personally. But that's just me. I love your imagination. So, yeah. Um, movie starts off with Idris Elba mm-hmm. seeking out Nicolas Cage. He was French. His name was Moreau. He was a French guy. And he's uh, seeks him out to save this kid. And kid ended up being the son of the devil. Uh-huh. And he's on the run with his mom and the two of them are actually on the run from some jerk guy who was the mom's Mm ex-boyfriend it really kind of seemed like a very convenient like everyone knows each other and is related Mm -hmm. um and then nicholas cage is trying to be a good guy because he's a bad guy and he um, is trying to save the kid and also save his soul. She's done it again! <laughs> that was excellent. Well done. And I have to say, for a movie that retcons the first movie and makes the world so small by having like a very tiny cast of characters... Mm-hmm. Um, they still managed to muddle this up in a way that I, it's like very hard to follow. The plot didn't make sense. I didn't really understand where they were at any point in time <laughs> in the movie like at, at all. I think that was all the shaky camera work. It was a lot of handheld. Well, it was, it was definitely that, but it was also a lot of scenes that cut to like only showing a couple of the characters and like the ground three feet surrounding them it was like a black and made the backdrop. rest of it all black mm-hmm. to where like you think is this like in their minds or is this not really happening but then they just cut to someone else's point of view and it's happening they just chose <laughs> to do that for no reason so i know we just watched this last night but was am i wrong or was there a part that they were focusing very like strongly on like their mouths or, like, the bottom parts of their faces? There were some very extreme close-up shots. It was almost... So the shots were what they were. But the 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 way that they did the effects in this movie, uh, was, the editing was very George Lucas-y. It was, like, doing nonsense for the sake of being able to do it. With no regard for if it was relevant to making the movie make more sense or coherent in any way. Are you talking about Nicolas Cage making weird faces at the camera (laughs) while his face kind of morphs into a skull? Kind of. I love George. George, (laughs) I love Nicolas Cage making faces at the camera. He did it in the first one in what was maybe my favorite scene was him just really physical acting in this insane way. I'm saying insane too much, but I mean, it's Nicolas Cage. So what are you going to do? Yeah. But 
If it's in a this fish, one, you're going to talk about water. If it's Nick Cage, you're going to say insane. In this one, yeah. In, in this film, they just were like making his eyes like turn into big black holes in his face. And it was supposed to maybe be scary or intimidating, but it wasn't. It didn't look scary. It just looked weird and kind of gross. And I mean, like, look, it was way better graphically than in the first film. The budget was improved or they got a better company to do that. But it, it did nothing for the film. It was terrible. I, I I hated this. Were the effects really better? Oh, me and Matt remarked instantly. Yeah, the first better. time he turns into the daredevil. Uh, the- or sorry, the daredevil. First time he turns into the ghost rider, it was like, wow, this is great. Like I was excited. I was like, this is gonna be a better movie. The the shaky cam was a little bit unnerving at first, but I was like, the cast is phenomenal. Uh, there's a lot of improvements in the quality of the digital recording and a lot of improvements in the CGI. And I was like, there's no way it's not going to be a better film. And it, I was so wrong. It just got worse and worse rapidly. All right. I'm going to drop a flaming skull of a bomb on you guys. <laughs> I really enjoyed this movie. <laughs> I loved this movie. I really love how smoothly you just dropped that in. Like, no big deal. It was incredible. I loved when his face bulged out and he got a big black hole eye. I was so into that. I loved that the first time he became the Ghost Rider, he was like sensually swaying back and forth. I was so angry. It didn't make sense. There's a whole gang around him and he's just like not even swaying. It's like, it's like. It's like a casual, like a twitch, like a little, like, like shoulder rock, I like but okay. Jeez. Wife, settle down. <laughs> it was, <laughs> we're not watching Ragnarok. We're watching <laughs> Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. And it was very unsettling. It didn't make sense. And then he just stared into that guy's face. It's like they didn't remember anything that they did in the first It's a film. very different movie. Okay. So this movie. His powers aren't inconsistent with the first one. It's like he doesn't even really have powers in this one. Sure he does. No, he didn't do anything. He, he, he like, could turn other cars or vehicles into fiery vehicles, but they didn't even look different. They just caught on fire. That was the only thing that happened. It was so weird. He whipped that chain a whole bunch. In the first scene, but then never again. Oh. He also... He was doing the penance stare throughout. Do you remember? He's got that penance stare where he stares at somebody. No, I remember. Matt, come on. Who are you talking to? <laughs> I'm the Ghost Rider fan. GRF the last, number one. The last remaining Ghost Rider fan. And I loved the first one when he did that. But they made it cool and they made it scary. And in this one, it was neither. It didn't even seem to do anything. And it took a long time. It, they, I think they maybe made it too real. Because they show him doing that, and the other thugs are like, hey, man, let's go to the car, and let's go do other things. <laughs> like, there's, like, a lot of other stuff happening while he's just standing there looking into a guy's eyes. Well, maybe that's your problem, Jimmy. Maybe it was just too real for him. <laughs> maybe look, dude, that's what... <laughs> I... Look. So, I... There's a part 
early on before he transforms into the Ghost Rider for the first time where he's threatening somebody to turn into the Ghost Rider. And Nicolas Cage keeps saying, I feel him inside of me. He's scraping at the door. Scraping at the door. That was after he turned into the Ghost Rider the first time. Was that it? Was oh, I love it. The first time. Wait, was it? No, I think it's before. No, you're right. That was when they were on their way to find Because the at the first that time. point, Jim, he still... He's fighting scraping it. at the door. The door? Yeah. <laughs> like, was that a, like an East Coast accent? It was a Nicolas Cage accent. It did. <laughs> what I enjoyed about this movie is he is not playing Johnny Blaze anymore. Because in the first movie, Johnny Blaze is actually somewhat of a gentle soul. In this one, he's just bat crap crazy. And it is so much fun. He was scraping at the door. He was gyrating as the Ghost Rider. And then uh, there's this sort of secondary villain named... Uh, is it Cardigan? Card- Kerrigan. Kerrigan. Carrington? No, I think it's Kerrigan. It doesn't matter. It was like a. It was like a young... Um, he looked like Kurt, Kurt Russell. Russell. It was a young Kurt Russell. What did you say he looked like? Oh, he did look like Steve wow, Harrington. Wow, that's how they came up with it. Kurt Harrington Carrington. That's how they got the name. I think it's Carrigan. <laughs> look, Matt, it's Carrington. Why are we splitting hairs here? Are we spinning Carrington? Yeah. Look. <laughs> I, have, I have to talk about Carrigan because this guy fascinated me. He had long feathery hair like Steve Harrington from Stranger Things. And he sort of looked like Kurt Russell. And there's a scene where he meets the Ghost Rider and he pulls out a rocket launcher. He shoots it at the Ghost Rider and he said, yeah, get some. (laughs) It was amazing. Uh, And then they... I think a lot of that character's lines were improvised. Because throughout the movie, he kind of has you can't write genius like that. Well, yeah, but no, I, I mean, maybe... But he has he has a lot of these kind of throwaway comedy moments when he becomes that disgusting decay monster after Rourke, who is the same character as the Mephisto, Mephistopheles in the first one, but also isn't because they call him Rourke now. That's for a no funny, reason. So I have in my notes, who T.H. is Rourke. Because they've shown him at the beginning of the movie a kind of cartoonized version of him, and they call him the devil. And then all of a sudden, Johnny Blaze is talking about Rourke. And they've not introduced a character named Rourke, and you're made to like fit the pieces together. I, and like Rourke is the devil, I guess. And they never they never give any exposition. They made a, a big deal, and it's it ties in so perfectly to the first one. Because the villain of the first one is Mephisto's son. Legion, yeah. Legion, yeah. And it's Mephisto is using the Ghost Rider to stop his son from... And, like, Mephisto, Mephistopheles, is kind of like an anti-hero in the first one. Like, he's not, like, the bad guy at all. Right. He's kind of, like, he's tormenting Johnny Blaze, but, like... He doesn't do anything antagonistic. He's not an aggressor. Really yeah, he he's he almost enlists Johnny Blaze to take down Legion. And then yeah, and at the Legion's end, Legion's a bit much. They set up an interesting dynamic where he's holding on to his powers, but like defying Mephisto, 
and you're like excited to see how that plays out. Weekly watch wheel Yahtzee. Is Shanley out? <laughs> she fell asleep. Shanley's asleep. I am about to. Did you? Did I wake you up when I said weekly watch wheel Yahtzee? Uh, you made me open my eyes, but oh, I'm, so just, I, I'm cuddling with Dink and. It is a false Yahtzee. Yeah. No. Look, Matt. When she's asleep, that's when she starts saying, "Oh no, I was just." It, that means she was asleep. She was. So you won. We I got a Yahtzee. <laughs> Anyways, um, Rourke uh, ruined all the stuff they set up at the end of the first one, and it's like a similar plot. He's it's him chasing down his son, and the Ghost Rider is intervening. And in this in this time, instead of fighting the son in like service of the devil, Mephisto. He's saving the son from Mephisto. That is like a super interesting idea. And they just went, eh, like no one watched the first one. Let's pretend like that didn't happen. And let's make this movie terrible. So this is a Marvel Knights movie. I think it's maybe one of only two Marvel Knights movies. Marvel in the late 2000s started making crazy, violent, almost slapstick comic accurate movies they made punisher Warzone, and apparently spirit of vengeance is another marvel knights movie and i think that that's why it's got such a different tone that you're talking about it's like they were trying to play into this like this is not the marvel universe this is marvel knights it's crazy but it's not just a different tone it's like an offensive level of disregard for a plot this movie Look, I my father-in-law is a great guy. I love him. But this movie is like if someone just said, "Hey man, what does the movie cost?" Maybe 150 million. Okay. It's like if somebody said, "Hey man, here's 150 million dollars and Nick Cage. Why don't you work with him and make a sequel to this movie?" And he was just like, "Yeah, okay." I'm just ran with it. He's like, we need more intense skull fire. Let's pretend. <laughs> let's depict multiple times the Ghost Rider peeing on yeah. fire. Dude, they, they did that so many times. And in a shot with only black surrounding it. It's just a sea, a field of black. And that's with why the I Ghost found... Rider peeing fire into yeah, the blackness. So good. It was so crazy. I love this movie. And then the dude, and then to top it off, and if this isn't some 50-year-old male that you know in your life, listener, that I, you must you need to get out more because the ghost rider, while peeing fire, turns over his shoulder to the camera and does a skeleton thumbs That's up amazing. towards the camera. And I was like, that is so many people's dad or uncle <laughs> right there just like, hell yeah, rock Pea on, fire. brother. Like, it was so ridiculous. He describes peeing as the Ghost Rider like a flamethrower. And that's great. I really enjoyed oh, this movie. Man. You can't take it away from me. Idris Elba's really great in it. Is he, though? He's got no a terrible French accent. No one is great in this. And that's why I'm upset. Is they didn't allow for anyone to be great in this. Because it's such a stupid movie. Shanley, do you agree with that? Yep. You don't think Idris Elba was great in this? 
I think honestly he was probably the most enjoyable part of the movie for me. But is it like the worst Idris Elba performance you've ever seen? Or? Possibly. I mean, his French accent was it was really atrocious. Bad. But I do think he. I still think he was a good actor. I would totally see a Moreau spinoff. Yeah. Yeah, but not by this same production team. Maybe. Mm. Look, okay. Would you see it? Sure. Would you pay for it? No. Would you go watch it in theaters? So would you risk getting COVID for it? Definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. A scene that I genuinely, unironically, super enjoyed. Idris Elba's character Moreau, he's like this almost John Constantine sort of gothic Christian. He's he a was, priest. You won't get this, but he was a Thoros of Mir type. Okay. He was a, a drunken fire priest, and he was pretty cool. Was, again, everything in both of these movies has a lot of promise. Well, no, no, And in this, this one, they just don't I, drive it I home. will genuinely be surprised if you don't agree with me. This scene was awesome where... Moreau's telling him that he can rescue Johnny Blaze from the spirit of vengeance. He can exercise it from him, but it's not easy to do because it requires conversion. It requires confession and introspection. And so he's, he's making, he's pouring out communion for him and Johnny to share. And he says, confess something you've never confessed before. And Johnny says, I didn't sell my soul to the devil for my dad. I did it for myself. My dad was ready to go, but I wasn't ready to let go of him. And that was like this big cathartic moment and it led to his deliverance. And then the the spirit of vengeance was exercised from him. Is It's actually a genuinely very good scene. No, it was shit. And here's why. <laughs> so <laughs> here's why it was bad. Because, number one, if you paid attention in the great Ghost Rider first film, he didn't even sign the contract. He was kind of, like, tricked into it by Mephisto. He, like, kind of, he didn't even, he wasn't even aware that it happened. He thought it was a dream. He didn't sign it the way that they did in the retconned opening of this movie. You're breaking the rules of my proposition, though. I didn't say judge that scene in consistency with the story. But that's what I'm... I'm not judging it on that scene alone because it's in the movie. You can't do that. And also, the whole point of what they set up in the first movie is the Ghost Rider powers were supposed to be let go at the end of the first one. He He was able to choose to give the... He fulfilled the contract... To Mephisto, he was gonna release the spirit, go live a normal life, freed from the contract with Eva Mendez, but someone else was gonna have to take on the burden of doing that. And he was like, you know what? No, I want to keep these powers to screw over the devil and to like get revenge on the devil for all the people that had been hurt by his actions. And so that was the whole thing. Is he was like, I'm now finding the agency to take this power and be responsible for it instead of having it like thrust upon me against my will. And then he's just like, I don't want to have this anymore. Take it away. And they never did anything with it. So it was bad. It was stupid. I don't want to see him trying to get rid of the spirit. I want him like the, the way the, the ending happens where he takes it back from the sun 
was just redoing what he already did in the first one. So it was dumb. It the whole it was offensive. I just I really liked that scene. I genuinely liked that scene. I thought that that was a a very human confession, and I I genuinely liked that part. I super enjoyed this movie for ironic reasons, but I unironically enjoyed that scene. I guess if you didn't watch the first one, which probably a lot of people didn't, <laughs> then you could watch Shannon. My sleeping wife raised her hand. Shannon, that's you. <laughs> yep. I can't say I watched the first one. Can you say you watched the second one? Yes. <laughs> Jenny has her yes. own code <laughs> of qualification when it comes to <laughs> determining whether she's watched a movie. Yeah. It's usually if I can remember it, but then I feel like with some of these horrible movies, like, wait, did I remember that right? Or was the plot all over the place? You were right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Look, I guess, so in, in the rules of your terms, if you only watched this movie and didn't have any of the frustrations with the continuance, which they guess they didn't put a two on this one, so maybe it was intended to be... Sort of a soft like a reboot. reboot sequel, um, then I guess fine, you know? But even still, the Ghost Rider was actually... Johnny Blaze was a character that you could identify with in the first one. And I think you need to care about that character right? to feel the impact of his statement in this movie. Because you don't see his dad, you don't see that moment, you don't really get any context for it. Mm-hmm. So you're relying on that emotional weight from the first film to then feel the choice he makes in the second film. But there's just so much that happened in between that it's stupid. Yeah, I, I'm going to be honest. I don't know if it's because I didn't watch the first one or because the second one isn't well written. But I feel like there was a point in the movie where I turned to you guys and asked if we were supposed to care. <laughs> you did. You <laughs> totally did. And I will admit I didn't care about any character in this movie. I maybe cared about Moreau. But that was it. I certainly didn't care for the child. There's this child caught in the midst of this, this little anti- antichrist boy. And I didn't care when he was in danger. And he was supposed to be like building rapport and like a relationship with Nicolas Cage. And I yeah, didn't he tells him. That. He tells him. I have this written down. He tells him, you're cooler. Oh, it's dude. Because he's a young person, right? Dude, you're way cooler than the guys she normally hangs out with. Which startled all of us. Well, maybe not you, Matt. But it startled me and my wife for sure. Into being like, are, is there romantic chemistry between Nicolas Cage and the kid's mom? Because I did not pick up on that until he said that line as though he's like, oh, you're like the good boyfriend. Which was like, what? Like, when, when did that happen? If you don't feel romantic chemistry from Nicolas Cage, then you've never been close to him. Yeah, I I guess I'll agree with that. Um, but I would also like to point out that that's a whole other thing that upset me about this film. They really tried to lean into a Terminator 2 style. It's very Terminator 2, um, yeah. Like, yeah, like, it, they, that's, that's what their whole dynamic was, is that... He's protecting this boy. Um, Carrington is the, like, <laughs> T-1000 or whatever. Is that what it is? I guess so, because 
I want to talk about his transformation, but you go on first because the parallels between T2 are incredible. So, you so go Carrington is like the T-1000 and he's empowered by the devil to go chase down the boy and destroy him or catch him or whatever his job is. And uh, Johnny Blaze is the reprogrammed Terminator. Yeah, he's the T-800. Being sent out just like exactly like that so they're both sent from the skynet devil um and he goes with the mom and the son to try to like save them and fight but it's everything was so bad it's like you guys just made a way worse how can you have a guy who had an emotional like root in the series already and you're ripping off the plot where that same role was done by a robot and you're making it less emotional and less relatable. Like what is happening? This is so bad. It is. It's a very bad movie. I'm getting more upset. This is, I want to rewatch it. There are all these strange cuts. I think they're trying to make it comic book esque in the weird shots that they do, but it's, not exactly like Ang Lee's Hulk where it's actual panels, but I think that that's what they were trying to do. It was very strange, and I, I was on board with it. It was because it was so weird. If you've ever seen a trailer for this movie but never watched the movie, you have no idea how strange the play of this movie is. It's And I love that about it. It brings me a lot of joy, actually. Dude, I am so upset because you have been so anti-Ghost Rider since we watched it. And I loved it, dude. And every week you sit there and you ask me what my rankings are. And I tell you how high Ghost Rider is on my list. And you're annoyed and appalled. And you just give me that look. And here you are with a genuinely bad movie. It's so This bad. is probably, I'm not going to spoil the rankings, but this is one of the worst movies we will ever watch in our lives. <laughs> and and you're going to sit there with a straight face and try to tell me that this is good in any way. What about you're, the naughty priest line? Did you like that line? What line is that? <laughs> Where he talks, to, he's, he tells Moreau, or Moreau says that if they're going to fight the devil... Without the spirit of vengeance, they're gonna need, they're gonna need help. And Johnny says, "Yeah, don't you have your faith?" And he says, "Yes, I'm a man of faith, but I also like weapons." And Johnny Blaze says, "Guns and wine, <laughs> naughty priests." And then Nadia says, "I think I'm beginning to like you again." It's so ba. It's great. I love it. I love that. It's a fun movie. What? We all enjoyed it. What are you doing? What am I doing? What? What did you just say? It's BA. Bad bottom. Oh my gosh, Matt. No. No, 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 no. (laughs) It is so bad. The only good thing, honestly, I really think this is true. The only good thing that happened in this entire movie is Idris Elba Moreau being disintegrated or deteriorated or what's the actual word that they use? decomposed decayed decaying um when he's when he's turning into ash essentially by carrington uh (laughs) in the in the scene where there's 12 satanic monks watching them all fight 
which really annoyed me that they couldn't just fill the stadium that they were in. Like, this is the devil. They're somewhere in the world. They couldn't have gathered more people to watch this weird event. We don't even really understand what was happening there. I do. Anyways, no, well, you don't. Let me fill uh, it wait, in. Wait, wait, he no, was no, no, transferring his... this. So the one good scene was that Moreau's decomposing and dying, and he just accepts that this is what's happening. This is how he ends. And his last stand is to headbutt Carrington and his face and his just head. dissolves into uh. ash. That was pretty sick. That was like I want a Moreau spinoff. That was that and the skull thumbs up while peeing fire <laughs> were the only two cool scenes in the whole movie. Can we talk about Kerrigan, please? <laughs> Because he... I mean, I think we have been. But we haven't talked about his transformation because he dies. You remember he dies? So the Ghost Rider fights him in a rock quarry, drops a massive rock on him, and the devil, Rourke, comes and says, I'm not done with you. He Kerrigan. says, like, what a waste or something like that. And Kerrigan says, can't you see? I It's too late for me. I'm dead. And then he imbibes him with this power of but decay. But he didn't say it like that. He said it in some ridiculous Carrington way. I think his name is Kerrigan. He, he, I, I don't care. It, it does not matter. It is so not important. And then he transforms, <laughs> and he looks kind of like Beetlejuice. He, his... he totally looks like Beetlejuice. <laughs> Wait. His, his hair is, turns white. And then his face turns and, white. And longer. Yeah. Like triple the length instantly. Okay. I, it's so weird. <laughs> so I have this. Uh, and then before we... Okay, we'll get to it. But I have wait, one I gotta other read, funny I gotta thing read about read you my notes. Yeah, please go to it. Kerrigan now has white hair. Some sort of ghoul with the power of decay and darkness. Ghoul can't eat sandwich or apple. And then says, that's no, so weird. <laughs> this is exactly what I was going to point wait, out. Wait, so his powers are to decay things. And that's why the sandwich and the apple dissolve in his hand. Because anything he touches dies. And his, his response to that is, he goes, that is weird. Yeah. yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. So that's why the my, eloquent way that you said my he notes, did that. I start referring to him as Kerrigool. You didn't even say the best part is that he then, they do the punchline of him eating a Twinkie. And because they don't go bad, <laughs> oh, that's, that's the only thing that this whole movie is stupid, Matt. But that was the, the setup there. That whole scene was just to be like, Twinkies, am I right? It's that's crazy. I have here, Carrie Ghoul, look. <laughs> Do you like Carrie Ghoul, Shani? Uh, no, I liked Kerrigan. You liked him? No, I like the name. Oh, okay. Like no, I think it feels a little too ridiculous. I don't think in this movie there's no such thing. I have in my notes, Carrigool looks like a bag of flour fell on him from a top shelf. Is that accurate? Yeah, didn't is antiquing. That's a, like a prank that people used to do, right? right? He looks like he got antiqued. <laughs> Lines are so bad. This is a, this is an he actual looks like, quote. He looks like young Macaulay Culkin swung a bag of flour into his face going <laughs> up the stairs. And and then at one point he like does something with his powers and then he goes, "Damn, <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing! I really enjoyed this movie." <laughs> oh man, what was the line I kept saying last night? 
from the movie? Yes. You were quoting the movie? That's awesome. Um, yeah, let's see. I want to say it was, so that happened. Oh, that was it. Was it? <laughs> yeah, when did they say that? Because you, you, you did keep saying, so that happened. I have that in my notes. So that happened. Is that all you have in your notes? <laughs> I have, sorry, does it hurt? Looks like it does. So that happened. It's great. Oh, man. That should be the tagline of the movie. Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. So that happened. <laughs> in my heart, that that's what it is. What about this? Uh, Highlander Raiden is trying to kill a child. Do you guys <laughs> remember when that happens? Did you see the bit where Raiden was in the movie, Shanley? Yeah. <laughs> and he had tattoos on his face and he wanted to kill a child. That was good. Uh, How, at some point, we're going to have to watch Highlander. Because it's a ridiculous movie and it is haunting us. We just went to the Seattle Mopop Museum. And they had, in the fantasy section, the armor from the Highlander and from Sean Connery's character. Oh yeah. Next to each other. And in several movies, Highlanders come up for some reason. It's got to happen at some point. I'm sure it'll happen. Oh, Oh, here's, here's another good one liner. When the ghost rider kills Carrigool, he runs over him and the ghost rider in skull face says roadkill. Oh, I hated that, dude. You liked that? That was another one where I was like, mm, that's my father-in-law right there. I think it's so bad it's good. You also said, I think when that line happened, you were like, that sounds like my dad wrote it. Um, I'm pretty sure I said that after the peeing thumbs up. But yes. Yeah, there is so much. Like For me, it's my stepdad and my father-in-law. But there is so much, like, guy who grew up in the 80s listening to Motley Crue energy in this movie. That's what, it's crazy. It's awesome. I mean, who is the target demographic for Ghost Rider series? I, I know exactly who it is. It's Nick it's, Cage. It's, 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 <laughs> <laughs> this looks like a movie that Nick Cage is dying to see. It's Nick Cage. And it's people who aren't comic book fans, but still regularly wear something with the Punisher logo on it. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Did Did you like this movie, Shanley? Um. Uh, I don't know. I think I liked it as m- much as. Um, Jaws the Revenge. <laughs> yeah. I stayed awake for it. You sure did. But man, I, I think I was able to like laugh more with Jaws the Revenge. With this one, any of were... the horrible puns or horrible special effects, partially because it came out more recently. 2011. It just came off way more cringy and like. It was befuddling. It was a befuddling movie. I couldn't laugh as much. So, uh, I don't know. It's so it's very... I go back and forth. I will never watch this movie again. 
<laughs> this was so deeply upsetting to me. And it, I, it, I, I don't know how we're friends. If you liked this, like Jim, this makes me question everything about our relationship. Jimmy, ask me if I would ever watch this movie again. Matt, when are you going to watch this movie? No, again? ask me if I would ever watch this movie. <laughs> I'm not going to ask a question. Ask I know the if, answer to. Just have no, you already me. rewatched this movie, Matt? <laughs> I, I haven't, but I've dreamed about it. <laughs> Ask me, Jim. Shanley, I'm not doing it. You gotta do it. I can't. I'm not going down this. Shanley, Matt, ask. would you watch this movie again? Let me answer that question with the final line of this movie. Hell yes. <laughs> That's the final line of the movie. That is so offensive, dude. That is so wrong. Where would you rank it then, Jim? Look, man. <laughs> this movie's so good. This movie is terrible <laughs> i would rather watch every movie that we've watched for this, this. is at the bottom of your this list? is so far at the bottom of this list wow i would rewatch every single movie on the list before watching this one again wow like in a row marathon every that's movie impressive i know you guys i know you really didn't enjoy broke broke back mountain would you watch broke back mountain before this I know you're struggling to stay awake, stay awake right now, but did you hear me say every movie? <laughs> yeah. This is terrible. That. I liked Brokeback Mountain. It was sad. It was dramatic, but it wasn't upsetting. I mean, this was offensive. This was wrong. <laughs> There's no other word for this. This movie was wrong. It is bad what they did. And I... Yeah, I'm. It's never, never again. Wow. What? What are your current standings then? You're you're most likely to watch Ghost Rider. I, I need to... to watch Ghost Rider one to clean my palate from the trauma that I went. And you're least likely this. to watch Spirit of Vengeance. Yeah, Ghost Rider sandwich wow. on this podcast right now. Nice. Yeah. Uh, what do you got? I need to know. You loved the first one. What is so different? Like, I know I didn't watch it, but what, what is so different that makes you hate the second one so much? Look, I can tolerate a movie being cheesy with the graphics and having kind of a goofy dialogue scheme or whatever. The aesthetic doesn't have to be something that I would typically be excited for for me to respect it and that's what happened with ghost rider one but this one is just it's disrespectful to the fans in my opinion because it throws out everything yes me absolutely me it throws out everything that they did like i put in work watching the first one to just buy into this i didn't want to watch ghost rider and i did and it was bad but it was funny and it was entertaining and i was like all right whatever you know we're doing this. We're watching bad movies. I had a good time. Cool. I'm kind of in now. And it's like they just betrayed me. They they set me up and then they threw it all away. Every thread that I had, every, every like, what's it called? Dang it. What's the word I'm looking for? Every, like, speculation I had for what was coming next, every 
like hope and fear and everything that I saw coming in the sequel and how much I built it up and was just like, man, they only made two of these. They wanted to make a third one and it didn't happen. And like, I'm excited to go find out what happens next in the story of Johnny blaze. And that this is what I got. How dare they? (laughs) Okay. Thank you for just explaining that to me. We're going to watch. Just so you know, if you guys thought that having this movie come up freed us from the risk of having to do this in the future, like we don't have to worry about it anymore, Ghost Rider 1, back on my list. Whenever there's an opportunity for me to get that on the wheel, we're all going in again, and you're staying awake. Ghost Rider 1 is coming back. That's my vengeance. Wow. That's my spirit of vengeance. The Jimmy of vengeance. <laughs> okay. What's the movie that you're most likely to watch again, Shanley? Another one I want to watch is Batman and Robin because I did fall asleep. Um, I, I know I've seen it before, but I did like Ford v. Ferrari. I don't know. Drama didn't bother me. I, I feel like weird two to pick, but those are probably my two. So where would you say in the what seven movies or something we've watched so far? Mm-hmm. Where would you say Ghost Rider ugh, Spirit of Vengeance is on the list? Is it at the bottom? Is it in the middle? Is it is there anything it's definitely better or worse than? Oh, there's no doubt it, it was a terrible movie. I I think it might be the new worst. Wow. I love you. Well, Jim, I'm I'm glad that you have companionship in your life because this is number one for me. No way. I, again, our rankings are not about what movies are good, but how you would like to spend your movie night. Out of the movies that we've watched... This has supplanted Batman and Robin. I am a huge Batman fan, and I am not mad at Batman and Robin. I enjoy it. But this movie was so crazy. I want to watch it again. Dude, it... Ugh. So, yeah. out of... I think I think my top three are Spirit of Vengeance, Batman and Robin... Fla- Don't expect then, me to not comment on that. You're flabbergasted, Matt. That is... I'm appalled... I am so... I make no apologies. I'm so hurt by what you're doing right now. You're tearing this podcast family (laughs) apart. So, Matt, would you... It's one thing to say that you would watch it again. Would you go and do a... Like, sign up for a seven-day trial and then cancel (laughs) and then watch it? See the final line of Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. <laughs> Would you buy this movie? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't buy it. <laughs> Would you tell other but people to watch it? But I think that that's more it? so because I'm cheap. Are you recommending? <laughs> are you recommending to people that they watch this film? Oh yeah, yeah, totally. I would wow. give some warning though because there's some content in there that I can't stand by. I'm. I think. What? I mean, it was actually pretty tame. Yeah, what it was pretty content? tame. No, no, never mind. I take that back. Yeah, was I think it I would. Thumbs rec- up. <laughs> it's the thumbs up. Because that was the only redeeming quality in the skull, or the Moreau headbutt ash thing. 
I would recommend it to people. It's not a good movie, oh, but man. if if you're if you're having a rough week and your movie night is like I want to watch something that's going to make my mind melt because it's so ridiculous, kick on Spirit of Vengeance. I don't she know, man. Speechless. Yeah. She grabbed the mic and then didn't say anything. <laughs> Maybe if you watched the first one and hated it, or if you didn't watch the first one, whatever you know maybe maybe you listen to matt i guess but if you like me watch the first one and said all right like for a bad movie this was super fun and like i'm intrigued just don't just 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 live in that happy little world where this is the only ghost rider you that was the only ghost rider you've seen because this is going to just betray you this is wrong what they did it's it's hurtful i think i'm still stuck on you would recommend it to other people. I would explain why. It's not like, oh, yeah, I'm Matt. Nice to meet you. You should watch Spirit of Vengeance. It's not like that. It's like there is this movie that I think people didn't watch because they thought it was bad. But they and should watch it, it because it's bad and it is crazy. It is. This is the craziest movie I've ever seen. I'm pretty sure anytime I hear the word crazy now, I will... Envision in my mind Nicolas Cage making his weird faces, scraping at the door. I so oh my god. So so I guess look, I'm I'm calming down a little bit now. <laughs> I suppose that if you free yourself from the franchise and you just watch this for the absurd, it's so absurd. Just like nonsense display of acting on Nicolas Cage's part. Did you use air quotes? Yes, I used air quotes. I don't know what he was doing in this, but it was ridiculous. I think this is what he's like in real life. I do too. I definitely do too. And if you can free yourself from it, from caring at all about a story and just watch this just as like a study of what Nicolas Cage is like in the wild, (laughs) then you'll probably have a good time. I think that this is movie is what it looks like inside of Nick Cage's imagination. Dude, I think so too. But I'm reminded right now, I'm reminded that not only was I shocked at how much you could tell, like in the first one, the skeleton ghost rider version of Nicolas Cage, Johnny Blaze, it may or may not have been Nick Cage. I don't know. It probably was, but it might not have been. It was just like a scary skeleton in a leather jacket. It was cool. Um, in this one, it's, it's Nicholas Cage. You're watching that and you're like, dude, it looks even more like Nicholas Cage now. Like the way it moves, you're like, there's no other human being who does that with that. their body. That's Nicholas Cage. We should throw and, in some clips right now. Dude, <laughs> I wish we could. Um, and, and the fact that not only was his insane acting on display in his uh it's scratching at the door <laughs> like that whole thing was nonsense but also at the end of the movie when the little boy is maybe dying or something and he's on he some incoherent rambling about feeling the angel the be a demon of inside of him like it was it was some kind of reconciliation of a plot that no one could possibly have like sifted out of the nonsense dross of this film. 
and he's like, oh, I'm, I can feel the angel. And he's like crying and, and laughing, laughing yeah. and like insane eyes. <laughs> and I just remember like saying to myself out loud, like, does he know what human emotion is? Like, what what does he think he's conveying to us right now? There's no I've never seen that expression before on a human face. It was it was baffling. Do you remember when he sent Rourke to hell and then he did like a victory dance as as the ghost rider? Yeah, it was so it was amazing. It was bad. This is oh, upsetting. So and as a final note, uh I do remember several times if anyone's a community fan, I remember several times throughout this movie being like, "Oh wow, this is Abed's impression like, of impression Nicolas of Nicolas Cage in the Nicolas Cage class that he took." when he comes in insane from watching every Nicolas Cage movie, he basically is just doing Ghost, Ghost Rider, Rider Spirit, Spirit of Vengeance. Vengeance. And it was, I got, I understood the mental anguish that he was feeling at that time. This is rough. <laughs> I don't know if there's anything left to say. Any final words on this, Shanley? I don't have any more words. I feel like I owe other people a full like warning (laughs) this is not good (laughs) you like if you want to watch a bad movie i mean go ahead but like it's a bad movie but you seemed so game for jaws the revenge how was this see jaws the revenge gets boring though and this one revenge is better (sighs) i think I feel that Jaws the Revenge didn't take itself so seriously or didn't think it was that cool where I feel like this is like cool guy movie. It is. And That's... even if Jaws the Revenge's story was crazy, at least the characters were sort of real people. Like even if they there was just a ridiculous mess of like maybe metaphors in that movie. Jaws the Revenge, um, they they felt like somewhat real people throughout the whole thing, but this no one no one was a human being. Everyone in this was a terrifying demon spawn. It was it was just wow 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 wow. Well, well, Jimmy, good news for you. It's your week to spin, my man. I thought you were gonna say, Ghost Rider three's in pre production. Oh my gosh, Ebony. <laughs> You ready for your spin, Jim? <clears throat> Man, yeah. We need to get something going so, that, so I can stop thinking about this. All right. Y'all ready for this? Oh, what was that? That Re-spin. was a poor spin. What? No! No, Is this no, strictly no, Matt? No, no. Is this strictly Matt? Dude, I think we get to respin because I, I don't think it's been long enough. Please tell it? me it's not been long enough. What is it? Strictly Shanley. Oh, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Let's Has count. it been enough time? Let's count. Let's, uh, let's look at a calendar. Actually, look at a calendar because you could trace the movies we watched that way. On the 23rd, we watched Spirit of Vengeance. On the 16th, we watched Song of the South. No, Jaws 4. Jaws 4. On the 9th, we watched Song of the South. 
and on the second we watched Brokeback Mountain. So it's still within a month. You get to respin. <sighs> Thank the Lord. <laughs> Man, there's a spirit of justice. Spirit of justice. <laughs> No, 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 no. It hesitated on Strictly Shanley again, and then it landed on Nicolas Cage filmography, dude. Okay, spin again. Three times. I think we need to add more, yeah. Strictly Matt, Strictly Matt, Strictly Matt. No! This is so painful. All right, here we go. You guys ready for this? We're going to be stuck this time. This is for realsies. Oh, jeez. This ain't no slashies. This is no slashies, y'all. Jimmy's parents' choice. <laughs> oh, dang it. All right. So it's going to be <laughs> probably uh, like Real Housewives. Uh, oh, <laughs> the movie. <laughs> Dude, no. My mom's going to punish me for this one. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be Billy Elliot, and it's going to be some... Like Christian movie from your dad's side. Yeah, you remember when he had us watch that like Warriors Path, where it's like a, it's like a movie about the military, a movie about lacrosse, and a movie about Christianity. That's not a real thing. I swear it's a real thing. Okay, well he didn't have me watch it because I don't you. know what that is. He did make me go with him to the Redwood City movie theater to watch God's Not Dead. No, what's that one about like? The guy who wrote like a hit Christian song. Oh, uh, I can only imagine. I could only imagine. We went and saw that on like Christmas Day or something. That's awesome. And no one else was in the theater, dude. I, your dad's got some it good was, taste in, in movies, though. It was a good movie, but it was it, it was weird. So I am a Christian. I'll I don't like Christian. <laughs> I was gonna yeah. say I like Christian movies, but but I had nothing to say there. I don't like them. We we could do better, I think. Yeah. Um. All right. Well. I mean, it's, this is gonna be. I great. think at the very least, we're gonna get to dive into my childhood on the next podcast. Kind of go over, you know, why I am the way I am. You need to jump on this right away. You need to text your parents like now. Get on this. Predictions? I think your dad's going to come up with good movies. Yeah. I think your mom is going to be very good at picking bad selections. Like, <laughs> on purpose. I think she's going to go, like, Schindler's, Schindler's List is not a bad movie, but it is it is a bummer. <laughs> the problem is my mom is getting really preachy in her old age. Uh She's probably in old age is relative, but my mom's probably going to try to make us watch like a documentary about atheism or something oh, man, and try to like use this as a tool to like evangelize Matt into atheism. <laughs> that's, I'm, I'm certain that's where she's going to go with it. And the only prediction that I have is that I predict that you're going to choose a recommendation from your dad. That's my prediction. Cause I think your dad is going to, recommend yeah maybe some of those movies like uh there was that one about the kid who fell through the ice you remember that christian movie about a kid who fell through the ice i think it's called like unbreakable or something like that or or the breakthrough unbreakable is with jayla isn't it no unbreakable is with samuel l jackson 
I was just going to ask if Unbreakable was talking about the ice, because that's already a lie. So, <laughs> there, the movie has some sort of pun. The title of the movie is about, like, breaking through the ice, and yet somebody, like, their personal breakthrough, or that they are unbreakable. It's I deep. It is, yeah. I think he's going to recommend that, but then he's also going to recommend, like, the League of Their Own, or something like that. I think your dad's going to come through on this. I love Renee, but I don't trust her to select our movie for movie night. I think she's going to have fun picking terrible movies for us. Um, I think I think your dad's going to pick something an older, but good. Mm-hmm. I think, that, I mean, there's a good chance. My dad loves things like Tombstone. You know? oh, that'd be awesome. I'd be down to watch Tombstone. It'd be fun, but it would be long, and I don't know if it's going to be very funny. You know, we'll see. Well, my dad is a wild card. My dad, we, we he could go in so many different directions. He could recommend like a terrible Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> yeah, I bet your dad loves Grown Ups. He do, he loves um yeah anything Adam Sandler's done in the last ten years. My dad's on board. Um, so are you? Yeah, but I'm doing it like reluctantly. Oh no no no! It's reluctant, and then I like it. What is your favorite movie ever? I don't. I disagree with wherever <laughs> you're going with this. It's not a recent Adam Sandler film. I, I know for a fact you love Jack and Jill, and not like ironically. I've seen maybe part of it one time. I think that Al Pacino is great in it. That's all I've ever said. I feel like you reference that movie a lot. I can't reference it now. I know Al Pacino does a Dunkin' Donuts commercial, and he has a special, like, celebrity endorsement product called a Dunkachino. Dunkachino is like a song that he sings, and Adam Sandler is an ad executive, and that's how that ties in. But I don't know, I can't think of a single thing that Jill says. No? Whatever it is, I'm going to be less upset in a week than I am today (laughs) well then i guess we'll see everyone next week on movie night on the weekly watch wheel where we'll watch jimmy's parents Parents recommendation recommendation. movie thanks for listening in to the weekly watch wheel if you had as good a time as we did be sure to subscribe tell a friend about us and maybe even leave us a review hit us up on twitter at wkly watch wheel or via email at weeklywatchwheel at gmail.com See ya. It's the weekly watch wheel.